Whenever you're ready. Okay, so we got to her apartment building, but it turns out we weren't the only ones looking for her. Uh, No, no. I would appreciate you starting at the beginning of the story. I'd like to hear it all. The beginning? But you're in that part of the story. I know, but I enjoy a tale in its entirety, from prologue to epilogue. Too many storytellers think we only want the circuses, but the bread is what fills our soul. Oh, I'm afraid I might have mixed up my metaphors there. We take your meaning. How far back should we go? Oh, I've got it. This tale starts with a deserted train station, a missing government official, and a mysterious woman who might be too good to be true. Ooh, there's always a dame. I can't wait to hear what's next. Ox and Hare presents, in association with True Story FM, the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society. Today's adventure? Don't know if I'm ever coming home. Next? Hi, that's me. Uh, I just wanted... Did you have a number? A number of what? A number. From the dispenser? To show that you're next in line. Uh, No, but I'm the only one here. That's not true. Uh, Look around, dude. I'm sorry, but I have to help the next customer with a number. Next? Fine. Can I help who's next? Oh, that would be me. The only one in the queue. <laughs> May I see your... Ah, thank you. Uh, you didn't have to shove it at me. Yeah, I kind of did. Welcome to the St. Charles Transit Station. What's your business here? At last. I need two things from you and I'll be out of your life. The first? I have a collection of train cars that... Is there a name for that? Like a group of crows is called a murder? We call it a consist. That's incredibly boring. We'll need to work on that. Ma'am, I need to keep this line moving. No, you really don't. It's noon. I expected things to be busy, but it's just me and you here. It shows our efficiency. That has not been my experience so far, but back to the point. I have a consist for which we need to arrange a locomotive. We don't do that. Yes, you do. It's literally painted on the wall behind you. Let me rephrase. We used to do that, but no longer offer that service. Then why is it still listed up there? Our sign painter stopped showing up for work. Why? He wasn't being paid. Good reason. I have railroad cars I need to move, but you're telling me that I need to provide the engine myself? That is the present state of affairs, yes. Now, if there's nothing else... Hold on. I said I had two things. So you did. I also need a transit pass stamp so we can ride the rails out of town. That is also something I can't help you with. Now hang on. The engine thing was annoying, but I happen to know that I need a pass stamp from the government and this is the only place to get one. You are in the correct place, but I am not the one who can help you. I'm just a clerk. For that, you'll need the station master. Oh, Please don't tell me that's just you in a funnier hat. Of course not. I just... 
What's wrong with my hat? What? You said my hat was funny. What did you mean? Oh, well, since you're asking, clearly that's not your hat. It's at least two sizes too big. You've got newspapers stuffed in the back holding it up. You can barely move your neck for fear of it falling off. The haberdasher stopped being paid and stopped showing up? Yes. Are you still being paid? No. But you still showed up. I live here. I can't really get away. Things have been a little wonky since the regime fell. I can relate to that. And thank you for still doing your job. Well, you're welcome. Look, if it's just a stamp I need, then maybe you set the stamper and ink pad out near the window, and then you have to bend down and tie your shoe. That's out of the question and <laughs> impossible, as I don't have the stamper. It's... With the station master? Correct. Then please summon the station master. They are not here. When will they be back? That's unclear. They keep their own hours. Hmm. If there's nothing else, I'm going back to my duties. I'm starting to understand why this place is so empty and quiet. So, let's try a new tactic. If I was to offer financial remuneration for an appointment time... A bribe? I'm a government official. We don't take bribes. Boy, were you not paying attention during the last administration. However, I have noticed an interesting smell. Do I smell pastrami? On rye bread? It is! You have detected my lunch! Sharp nose you've got there. A blessing and a curse. If you were willing to share it with me, I could perhaps... Say no more. It's all yours. Oh, that's heavenly. Is that Swiss cheese? The holiest of all cheeses. Oh, I can't wait to taste it. <laughs> Appointment first, my friend. That's going to be a problem. The station master has disappeared. Let me guess. No, they, well, she was still being paid, but one day she stopped showing up for work. I came in and her office had been trashed. And there's been no sign of her since. And this is unusual for her. I don't want to speak ill of my boss. Not even for a whole dill pickle? Miss Bella was dirty, rotten to the core. She'd been taking money from any crook who showed up. She'd turn the other way as they moved their goods in and out of town. When it all fell apart, she ended up making more money because she kept things running. But now she's gone and it's all dried up leaving you to run a train station where the trains don't move. <sighs> a gig's a gig. I wish I could help you. I wish I could help anyone, even myself. But I'm stuck in Ennsville, where all rail service terminates. Do I still get the pickle? You know what? Take the entire lunch. There's a whole cupcake in there for dessert. Gosh, thank you so much. This counter is now closed for lunch break. We look forward to serving you at a future time. If it cost a dollar to get out of town, I couldn't even get out of sight. I, I haven't heard that one before. Oh, it's something my mother used to say. Strange how these phrases just sink into your brain. And then resurface at the oddest times, like crocodiles popping out of the waters of the Nile. Not a phenomenon I've experienced, but seems right. You here to take care of your own train-related business? Because I think they're closed for lunch. Not that they were helpful while they were open. 
Oh, I've been dealing with these people for longer than I want to admit. I come here most days just hoping something will change. It never does. But today, it did. Then your luck is better than mine. I'm right where I was when I came in. Only more frustrated and hungry. Perhaps both our luck is about to change. Because I have two things that could help you. And those are... A working locomotive engine and inside information. Plus the inability to act on what I know. Those are all the things I need, and you just happen to be the only other person in here. You can see how I'd be suspicious. I was about to say the same thing about you. Because you've got two things I need. A pretty face and a can-do attitude? (sighs) Something a bit more specific. Oh, you're in a... Well, you don't have... I am, and I don't. So, you can see how I might have some difficulty acting on what I know. Massalia is lacking in many things, but it has plenty of stairs. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I don't need your pity. I need your hustle. I've been stuck in this town for years. Why? You have an engine, you could just go. Would that I could, but I made the right people very angry back during the Emperor's time, and they've kept me stuck in place. Now they're gone, and there's no one left to let me leave. What did you do? I wrote the truth, got it published, and was foolish enough to put my name on it. I made it onto a very specific list. We'll have time to chat once we've gotten the wind in our hair and the rails under our feet. I want to strike a bargain with you. Okay. You go find the station manager. I know her name and address. Get her to stamp the transit pass, and I'll hook my engine up to your cars and take you anywhere you want to go. Don't you want to go home? The train is my home. I just want out of Massalia. How do I know any of this is legit? What's life without a little danger? Besides, you're not afraid of an old crippled woman, are you? Afraid? No. Let's go with wary. It's like afraid, but with intention. Lady Rowan Voss. Lady? My family owns a bit of land in England, so I get to have my gender placed before my name. Lucky me. And you are? Goldie. Well met, Goldie. I have this feeling you're about to make my life much more interesting. Oh, I'm exceptionally good at that. And you're sure this address is uh, legitime? I'm not sure of anything at the moment. I looked into this lady Voss and she's real. A minor member of the British aristocracy on her father's side. American mother. After that, nothing particularly noteworthy in the records. I got the feeling she made at least one of the six angry. The enemy of my enemy, no? Maybe, but with that enemy off the board, what would that make us? On the other hand, we might be extra paranoid due to having just fought a war. When all you have is a hammer... What hammer? Who is carrying a hammer? She means when you carry a hammer, everything starts to look like a nail. Mm, Ain't that the truth? Did I miss something? Nothing important. We're here. Are you sure? This is quite the upscale neighborhood, especially for a civil servant. It's right there on the plaque, Bella Brooks. The one next to the broken gate? 
Looks like we're not the first to visit. And it appears our visitors are still visiting. How do you know? Sharp ears. And uh, the conversation does not appear to be a kindly one. Let us approach with stairs and see what we might learn. I don't see why you're making things so difficult, Bella. Just give us the stamper and we'll leave. We had one of those, what do you call them, mutually advantageous relationships. All we're asking for is more of the same. And I told you I'm done. I'm out. The advantage isn't mutual anymore. But you see, you don't get to make that decision. We members of the formality, we make those determinations. I'm making this easy for you. Cut me out. Cut me loose. Cut in some new patsy to do your work. What happened, Bella? Things were going so well. We're paying you a lot to do so little. You count the cash instead of looking at what moves through your yard. Are you looking for a bigger slice? It's not about the money. It's about the not looking. Contraband weapons, that was one thing. But these are people. A few down on their luck sours looking to seek their fortunes in a new land. Why would you want to stand in the way of their dreams? It wouldn't be a dream that you're taking them into. When this was a business discussion, that was one thing. Mr. Skewer, does it sound to you like our ballet is starting to grow a conscience? <laughs> I think so too. Mr. Skewer is not a big fan of consciences. He thinks they lead people to making bad choices. Telling tales to outside people, for instance. I haven't said anything to anyone. That's good. That's very good. But it does leave us with a loose end to be tied up. And Mr. Skewer is very good at knots. <laughs> you want to show her? Well, then be my guest. No, please. I've heard enough. You haven't said anything to anyone, eh? Uh-oh, Mr. Skewer. Oh, how he hates a liar. I don't even know who this is. Then allow us to make our introductions. Liberté. Equalité. Fraternité. And while we haven't met Miss Bella before, our bodies have been busy. Uh, what? She means we're busybodies. Oui. And who are you two? I haven't seen you skulking any of our dark corners before. I am Mr. Tongs, and this is Mr. Skewer. Well said. We're from the formality. The who now? Old concerns, new management. Mob by any other name. Still stinks. I don't know who this formality is, but they need to work on their hiring practices. I'm so sorry you feel that way, but I'm willing to let the insult slide. Thanks. But Mr. Skewer is much more sensitive. I'm afraid you hurt his feelings. <laughs> He says you need to apologize or he's going to rip something off you. Very well, then. We apologize. We do? Yes. We're very sorry that you don't have better taste in friends. Attack! Egalité, what happened? I don't know. I hit him with the flat of my blade and my arm spasmed. Didn't you think we hadn't heard of you? Three masked wenches swinging swords around? The formality have made sure we'd have a defense for those. <laughs> really? How gracious. Mr. Skewer says he'll let you run away. He's not normally this considerate. 
I take him up on the offer. After this, things will get much messier. You tried. I appreciate it, but go while you still can. I'm not worth the effort. That is not for you to decide. What do we do? What's below the balcony? A small garden with a trellis. Then let's try the treble clef. Are you sure? We've never actually pulled that off. What better time to test in the field, what? Let's risk it. Neither Mr. Skewer nor myself are patient people. I can understand that. But you do look hungry. Maybe we should give you a treat. Hungry? Treat? What are you talking about? You know, it's like they say... Every good boy deserves fudge. Mr. Skewer! You knocked him over the edge! I'm gonna... I don't have to be holding the sword to do damage with it. The next throw will skewer more than your hat. Collect your friend and go. And Bella is under our protection from here on out. This is what our mercy looks like. But it's in short supply these days. Tell that to your formality. Seek opportunities elsewhere. Yeah, all right. Noted. Ta-da! The formality? Ring any bells? New to me. Is this another cult or a, a code of some kind? As long as the crime stays this disorganized, I'm fine with whatever name they want to use. And are you really trying to sneak out the door after we just saved your life? Um, no. Just grabbing my coat. I expect I'm gonna need it in jail. You're taking me in, right? To be determined. Is it? She's a criminal. Apologies, but you are. Guilty as charged. I've been paid to look the other way for years. I made it my business to not care about their business. It kept me alive and kept my cage gilded. What changed? I didn't think I had enough soul left to find, but then I felt something. A, a twinge? I saw a cattle car full of people, hopeful and doomed. And the person I'd once wanted to be, the person I never became, just said no. And I listened. It would have been easier to just go along with them, give them the stamp out, take the money, and then disappear. Oh yeah, why didn't I just do that? Because you knew those people needed your help, and maybe you deserved a bit of punishment. Skewer and Tongs did get a few shots in before you showed up. Did you set out to become a criminal? No, it just fell into my lap when I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. What did you want to do? You're gonna laugh. I very much doubt it. I wanted to see the world. Riding the rails, taking care of my own train. I started working at the station to be close to the action. Ended up in middle management and couldn't get out. I tried to make the best of my bad situation, but it just kept pushing me further from my goal. So you sat watching the trains roll out, wishing you could be on any one of them. It's a cliche, right? I'm having a thought. I am with you on this. Darn marriage brain. Mind cluing me in? Putting you in prison would punish you, but all the bad people you helped, nothing happens to them. That's an ugly equation. However, 
If you agreed to give over all your notes, your logs, your list of names... I do. I, I will. I have all of that. I may be corrupt, but I keep good records. Perhaps there is an alternative. Right. I've got it now. We happen to have a train with no one to operate it. Rather than serve your time breaking rocks, why not come work off your sentence helping us get where we need to go? And do some good when we get there. I would. I, I'd be... Yes. Yes, I would do that. But should you decide to... You don't even need to finish that thought. I've seen enough bad to know when a good thing comes along. Before we get too far, there is something we need. That's a transit pass. You need a stamp. We do. Can we help you locate the stamper? No need. You had it around your neck the whole time? Of course. It's worth more than me, so it's more like I'm the pack mule. Let's get you authorized. There you go. Before we go any further, we haven't formally met yet. If you're in our employ, we at least need to know your name. Makes sense. Belladonna Brooks, reporting for duty for as long as you need me. Belladonna? Isn't that a kind of flower? A poisonous one, but yes, it is. Why? I think you're going to fit right in. Welcome to the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society. Let's see. We've got our collection of train cars, one impressive engine. The Ill News. The what? The engine is named the Ill News. It's based on the idiom. Which idiom? Ill News spreads apace. It means bad news travels fast. One cleverly named engine and an oddly decorated caboose. Which is where I live. Here are my rules. I keep odd hours and have odd hobbies, and I'm not to be disturbed no matter what strange sounds you hear emanating from inside. Ooh, mysterious. I'm an old woman. I've lived long enough to earn my secrets. Respect them, and we'll get along fine. The train is yours to guide you as you wish. I have no set destination. I'm just happy for the company. Thank you. But that does not mean it comes for free. I assure you, we can pay. Pish tosh, I'm rich. No, I'm asking for another method of payment. Name it. I've lived an exciting life, one I never anticipated would go on this long, or would have such a sad coda. Your injury doesn't have to be. Oh shush, I've earned the odd moment of self-pity. I've grown accustomed to my lot, but I confess, I miss the thrills of my youth, the kind you three are having right now. Enjoy them while you can. They could be over faster than you can fathom. I will. We will. My price is this. Tell me your tales. Books and papers are all fine and good, but the story is old by the time it gets to me. I would very much like to hear the recounting of your adventure moments after they have occurred. These are my terms. And we agree to them wholeheartedly. Yeah, just try and get me to shut up. Marvelous. Then tell our new conductor to head out. Bella, we're ready to go. You got it. All aboard. I've always wanted to say that. 
there's just one thing. Goldie? I just want to ask a question. Please, don't. Lady Voss, how did you lose your legs? I am so sorry. We can't take you anywhere. You want to know, too? It's fine. I'll say this. Getting drunk and falling asleep on the railroad tracks is not a great idea. Really? That's how it happened? No, not even close. Oh, come on. Ask me again sometime. But first, your payment is due. Bella, the thugs that were after her, how did it all come together? You want us to tell you that now? It is what we agreed to, whenever you're ready. Okay, so we got to her apartment building, but it turns out we weren't. Season 4, Episode 1, Don't Know If I'm Ever Coming Home, was written, directed, and edited by Kyle Olson. Our producer and sound designer is that daydream believer, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Enjoying a Pleasant Valley Sunday is our talent wrangler, Brooke Unverfirth. Starring Amy Shaw as Zinnia, Anastasia Plum as Saffron, Kara Gallo as Goldie, Shelley Trujillo as Bella, and Chrissy Lentz as Lady Voss. Our theme song is written and performed by Headley Knights, and our interstitial music is Intended Force by Kevin McLeod. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at oxandhair so you won't miss the next thrilling adventure. The Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society is a Ox and Hair media production. Old format, new ideas.